welcome to the Church of the Redeemers weekly podcast. We pray that you will enjoy this week's service, and we hope that you will follow us at www.cotrb.org, and may God continue to bless you. Lord, from my Father, come on. I said, is there anybody that came to praise the Father this morning? Can you just stand on your feet if you have the ability to and let's just give him some praise in this room that's what we came here to do that's what we came here for he's worthy of our praise come on let's do that together he's worthy of our praise come on the bible says to clap your hands oh ye people and shout unto god with the voice of triumph we shouldn't honor a judge more than we honor our god we shouldn't honor the president more than we honor our god we shouldn't honor under shepherds more than we honor our God. Come on, let's give him praise in this room. Hallelujah. Good morning, everybody, and praise the Lord. It's good to see everybody this morning. Just look at somebody and say, I'm glad to be in church with you this morning. I'm glad to be in church with you this morning. Let's go before the throne of grace. Father, we thank you, bless, and we love you. We honor you because you're good honor you because you're kind honor you because you're faithful to the children of men thank you Lord God because your word declares that he that keepeth Israel never sleeps nor slumbers but thank you Lord that you are a faithful God thank you Lord Jesus that you are the faithfulness of the Father and we thank you Lord that we are here one more time to give you praise and glory Father we declare that we didn't come in for anything else but to do so because this is your house and that's what you require. Father, thank you, Lord, for giving us a pattern of how you wanted to be worshipped. And so, Father, we worship you this morning in spirit and in truth. We worship you and praise you with energy and exuberance and zeal. We don't wait for somebody to tell us what to do. We do what your word says and that is enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Enter into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name because you are good. Father, you've been nothing else but good. It's impossible for you to be bad. Somebody can lie on you, but Father, your word says that God be true and every man be a liar. And if anybody says you're anything other than good, they a liar. Hallelujah. And we tell the truth. You're wonderful, gracious, magnificent, awesome, amazing. Thank you, Lord, for being a healer and a protector and a provider all week long. Thank you, Lord, for doing what we didn't even know you did. Father, we ask you, Lord God, that you would help us to recognize your presence in this room because your presence is here right now. But, Father, we line up to where you are. So, Father, we come up in Zion. And, Father, as you descend in this place, we receive what you're about to do. Now, God, anoint these people and bless them. They've came out today to give you praise and worship. They've come out to hear a word. So, Father, give them one. Let it prick their hearts in the name of Jesus. Father, I ask you, Lord, that you would even go through the live stream and touch those that are watching my Facebook and YouTube right now. Father, allow a share or a like, Lord, to be life-changing in Jesus' name. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, I ask you that you would touch our pastor as he preaches the word of faith and of grace and of power today. Father, let this gospel message change somebody's life because your word declares that your word, hallelujah, is a lamp unto our feet and light unto our path. And it is the most powerful thing. It is the power unto salvation. 
And so we thank you, Lord God, that somebody will be saved, set free, and delivered on today. Now, Baba, have free, have free course in this service. Take control in Jesus' name. And we know that you'll do it, so we'll praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody said amen and clap your hands. Hallelujah. Say it again, come on. I hear the sound of an army. Oh, oh, oh. 
Judah. Come on, confuse the enemy as we praise him. Repeat to me. We prophesy. We Bible. We prophesy. We Bible. We prophesy. We Bible. In this. Come on, repeat after me. Y'all say. We prophesy. We Bible. We prophesy. We Bible. We prophesy. We Bible. In this. Repeat after me. Come on. We prophesy. Revival, we prophesy. Revival, we prophesy. Revival, yeah. we prophesy. Revival, we prophesy. Revival, we prophesy. Revival, the name of Jesus. The come on. The name of Jesus. Come on, church. Lift that high. Lift that high. The name of Jesus. Right here. That's it. In this place. Now, so I lift his name up in this place. Lift his name. Lift him up. Lift him up. Lift him up. The name of Jesus. Lift it up. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord, for this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for allowing us to come before your presence once again. We thank you for your mercy and your grace. We thank you, Lord, for restoration and restoring us to, to be able to come before your presence this morning. We pray for traveling mercies for all those that are on their way. And we thank you for those that have made it to safely to this place. We ask now, Lord, that your spirit will fall over us. Cover us, Lord. Place us in your presence. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Let us continue to stand as we sing our congregational hymn, Walk in the Light. Hallelujah. 
Jesus, Jesus, the light of the world. If you know it, come on, let's sing it together as one big family. Come on, walk in the light. Walk. Come where the dew drops. Oh, come where the dew drops of mercy shine bright. Shine all around us. family how about on facebook is there anyone who is 
worshiping with us for the first time via Facebook, can you please type the word visitor in the comment section so that we can welcome you as well? Amen. Amen. On behalf of our pastor, the Reverend David S. Smith, the congregational staff, and our congregation, we welcome you to the Church of Redeemer Baptist. We are so grateful that you are here worshiping with us this morning. Sunday announcements for the week of September the 24th. Working together as one body in Christ. Amen. Church of the Redeemer Baptist will begin to celebrate its 57th church and founders anniversary. Amen. We will begin with the three-day revival this coming Wednesday through Friday. September the 27th, 28th, and 29th at 7 p.m. Our revivalist will be the Reverend Omari Hughes. Praise God. The celebration continues on Sunday, October the 1st at our 9 a.m. worship service. The preach word will be given by the Reverend Dr. Larry Anderson. If you are able, we are asking that you give $57 as a blessing to the church. Join us in person or virtually via Facebook as we honor our founders and give glory to God for 57 years in ministry. We have a lot to be grateful for, church. Refreshments will be served in the banquet hall after the service. Redeemer Stars of Faith. Amen. Redeemer Stars of Faith cordially invites everyone to help them celebrate 27 years. 27 years. Amen. On November the 18th. The time is from 4 p.m. until 8.30 p.m. Please come support our children. Men of Redeemer, I can't hear you, men. Let's Talk Shop. Men of Redeemer is hosting their next Men Let's Talk Shop gathering on Saturday, September the 30th from 9 to 10 a.m. We've been having a rewarding time, and we expect and anticipate an even greater event this time. Our meeting will be in the banquet hall. Come join us from an, an, an informal discussion. Hospitality ministry. The hospitality ministry will supply all first-time visitors with a gift bag in the fellowship hall after each service. Prayer meeting and Bible study. There will be, I know, amen. So y'all going to be a little disappointed that there will be no prayer meeting and Bible study on this coming September the 27th because we'll be in revival, church, or on October the 4th. All announcements are posted weekly on the cotrb.org website. Thank you. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. Come on, clap your hands, all ye people, and shout unto God. I said shout unto God. Don't just yell. Shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Like you're victorious. Can I hear your voice? Like you're already victorious. Hallelujah. He's already won the battle. You just have to get through the war. Hallelujah. <laughs> Wonderful. It's his name. Listen here. All right. It got real warm real quick. Okay. Come back, David. Come back. He's already won the battle for you. You just got to walk these steps out. Victory's already yours. Look at somebody on your left or on your right. Say, victory's mine. Victory's mine. Victory's mine. Victory is mine. Hallelujah. It's mine already. I may feel like I'm defeated, but victory is mine. It might look like, Lord, Lord, 
It might look another way to you, but I know I've got the victory. So I say hallelujah. 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 Wonderful is his name. I don't know what's going on. Hallelujah. The devil is defeated. God is exalted. I've got the victory. Wonderful Jesus. Hey, 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 hey. How many are excited to be here this morning? How many are excited to be in? I was glad. I was glad. We've got a couple things coming up. We've got a couple things coming up this week. Um, we're, you heard that we're in revival this week. Amen. And Pastor Omari Hughes is going to come and share a word from the Lord. He done, no, no, no. He's going to come and he's going to preach. Watch this. He's going he gonna to come and he's going to preach. He's going to make sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. We set this up in February of this year. We set this up in February of this year that he would be with us at this anniversary. And I'm so grateful to God that we've been praying and we've been fasting together all through the year to make sure that this wouldn't just be a time where we had to be in revival, but it would be a time where we would come and be revived. I'm not sure. I don't, I, I, I'm tired of church as usual, you know. I don't know. I don't know about y'all. I'm tired of church as usual. If God ain't here, we're walking them through a series called The President. If God ain't here, I don't want to be here either. I'd rather order pizza and watch HBO. Amen. All right now. But we're going we're gonna to meet with Jesus this week. We're going to meet with Jesus. And so as we meet with Jesus this week, what we're also going to do is next Sunday, we're going to celebrate our anniversary. 57 years of faithful Christian witness coming right from here, Church of the Redeemer Baptist. But today... Today, y'all ready for today? Our ministry expo is today. Our ministry expo is today. And I know that it's been raining outside yesterday and today, and some people didn't want to get up and get dressed, but you still got time. Amen. You watching on Facebook or YouTube, you still have time. You still have time. Get up, take a shower, brush your teeth at least. At least brush your teeth and come on out. Come on out. 24th and Dickinson, where you can plug in. Church is open again. The doors of this church are open. And it's time for us. I know the pandemic has set us aside for a few years, but it's time for us to get back in church. It's time to get back in church. So wherever you feel like you've had a hiatus, you've had some time to rest and relax and pray and think, but now it's time to re-engage. It's time to figure out what God's calling you to do. It's time to get at it. So we've got all of our active ministries. Say amen, somebody. All of our active ministries have a table right over in the, is it the banquet hall? Fellowship. I praise Jesus. Thank you. <laughs> all these rooms, I'm trying to figure it out. In the fellowship hall right next door. You don't go across the street. We're right here, right here in this same building right here we're going to just be right next right right in that next room and all of our active ministries are there feel free to go by walk around learn get some chocolate amen they got snacks for you they got some bottles of water for you make sure you go around and you introduce yourself and understand and as you walk around these tables pray hear what god is saying to you and then watch what god does for you when you say yes lord i'm willing amen let's walk together amen all right, well, since Pastor was talking about victory, let's sing about it. And because God is the greatest power, y'all gotta stand up for this. Come on. We shall never, never be defeated. I wanna hear y'all sing your Redeemer. Come on. 
Come on, y'all. Y'all gotta sing louder than that. Come on. And Come on. And because God. Alive! 
Sing to yourself, come on. Oh, and because God, oh, lift your hands in a comfortable level, church. Lift your hands in a comfortable level. David understood the power of encouraging yourself in the Lord, and he also understood the power of a song. That when he sung, God responded to him. But not only did God respond, but hell responded as well. And I need some people in this room to say and be honest that you feel like you're in a situation right now or a season that you feel like you're being defeated. You feel like God's not really doing what you want him to do. You feel like you're losing. Woo! You feel like you're not winning. You feel like you're defeated. But I come and encourage you today tell you that God has a way y'all should have praised him right on that part right there I need some more people to praise him right there that God has a way of extracting glory from the ugliest I feel like running if I had another reason I'd run around this church from the ugliest situations from the ugliest diagnosis from the ugliest family situations he has a way of extracting glory from it and giving you the victory. Come on, let's say it again. And-
And because God is the greatest power, we shall never, never be defeated. And because God is the greatest power, we shall never, never be defeated. Y'all say, come on, and because God, come on. And because God. Come on, sing it till you feel it in your spirit. Whoa, whoa. And because God. Woo! Never. And because God. And because. Woo! We're going to this one last time. If you know that God's gonna give you the victory before it's all over. Oh, I need a few more praises. We got to move. We're gonna move, but I feel this in the room. I feel a boom in the room real quick. I said, if you know that God's gonna give you the victory. As a matter of fact, you've already got the victory. But if you believe that God's gonna let you see it. He had already given the promised land to Moses and the children. Moses couldn't but it. Joshua. Hey! I need a praiser right there. That says my grandmother made out of. I feel like running. Ow! I'm sorry, but I feel Pentecostal church today. My, my dis. My future is secure because of the praise I'm putting down now. I'm sorry, y'all looking at me crazy. But I got a future. I got descendants. Hey, that's gonna make it to the other side. Your mother may not have seen the victory. But there were some prayers and some tears. Some promises. Y'all got to excuse me. But I feel it. Hey. I feel something in my belly that God is going to keep. And even though she didn't see it, her prayer still going to be answered. Would you lift your hand and say, I'm one of those prayers. I'm one of those prayers. I'm sorry, but I feel Pentecostal church today. I'm one of those prayers. My children are one of those prayers. I had an auntie, a grandfather, a grandmother, a church mother that was praying for me. I'm one of those answered prayers. And God is going to give me the victory. He promised my mother. I got to go. But he made a promise to my mother. He made a promise to my grandmother. And the promise is she, she may not be able to see it. But I'm going to hold it in my hand. I will possess. I will have what God said is for me. And because God is the greatest, I got enough people in here praising him. We shall never. Your children will be defeated. They may, be, they may be locked up right now, but they ain't defeated. I'm sorry, I'll 
Y'all got to excuse me. But I just believe the promises of God are yes and amen. Don't care where they are. If God said it, it's good. Take over, please, because I'm about to... all right it's all right that's all right let the spirit of the lord rain down on us lord have mercy praise him praise him thank you jesus Our scripture reading comes this morning from Exodus, the 33rd chapter, and we shall read from the 7th through the 11th verse, and I shall read from the New King James Version. Moses took his tent and and pitched it outside the camp, far from the camp and called it the tabernacle of meeting. And it came to pass that everyone who sought the Lord went out to the tabernacle of meeting, which was outside the camp. So it was, whenever Moses went out to the tabernacle, that all the people rose, and each man stood at his tent door and watched Moses until he had gone into the tabernacle. And it came to pass when Moses entered the tabernacle that the pillars of cloud descended and stood at the door of the tabernacle and the Lord talked with Moses. All the people saw the pillars of cloud standing at the tabernacle door and all the people rose and worshiped each man in his tent door. So the Lord spoke to Moses face to face as a man speaks to his friend and he would return to the camp but his servant Joshua the son of Nun a young man did not depart from the tabernacle amen word of God for the people of God you may be seated as we go to God's throne in prayer Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord, we can't thank you enough, Lord, for all that you've done for us. We thank you for your mercy and your grace. We thank you for forgiveness of our sins. We thank you for leading us and guiding us. We thank you for loving us. We thank you for strengthening us. We thank you for your spirit, Lord God. And we thank you for your presence. We thank you for keeping us focused on you. For keeping us focused on your word. 
for keeping us focused on your spirit, for keeping us focused on you, Lord God. We thank you. We thank you for all those that have come out today, Lord. We thank you for allowing them to have their hearts set on worshiping with you this morning. We thank you, Lord God, for traveling mercies, for those that have traveled here today. We thank you for blessing them, Lord, and keeping them and working their way here to the house of God. Lord, we pray. We pray that your spirit continues to rain down on us, to fill us, Lord, and to cover us. Lord, we pray for our children. We pray, Lord, that you will continue to cover them with your spirit of safety and protection. We pray that you continue to bless them, Lord, and keep them free from hurt, harm, and dangers, seen and unseen. Lord, we pray for those that need healing today. There are so many that need healing, not only in their physical body, but in their spiritual body. So we pray that you heal them now, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And we pray, Lord, for those that need comfort this morning. Those that are grieving the loss of loved ones, Lord God. We pray that you heal their broken heart. That you comfort them right now, Lord. That your presence be all around them, Lord. And let them know that you know all about their troubles. That you have not left them nor forsaken them. Lord God, we thank you. We thank you and we pray for the Church of the Redeemer. We pray, Lord, for every ministry in this church. We pray for every leader of every ministry of the church, Lord. We pray that we come together in unity and that we continue to work together in Jesus' name. Let us not be ununited, but let us be united. In the mighty name of Jesus, walk with us, Lord. Talk with us, Lord. Speak to us, Lord. Cover us, Lord. Be with us, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray. Lord, 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 Jesus. Jesus, Lord. Lord, 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 we pray that you will not leave us, but you will not forsake us. As you said in your word, you will be with us always even until the end of the world. Lord, we pray for our pastor this morning. We pray for this man of God, for the message that you have given him to present to us this morning. Anoint him with oil from his head to his toe. Let him preach out of his spirit this morning. Cover him, Lord, and allow him to come before your presence with what you have given him. Lord, we, we need you. We need you. We've had bad times. We've had good times. We have weary times. But we won't complain. Oh, thank you, Jesus. We won't complain. But we'll say thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.
because I was trying to hold back the way I express my worship and my praise. And I tried to fight back the tears because in the presence, in his presence, I literally become a baby. So I felt really weird for like 30 seconds ago because I felt the weeping in my spirit. And I didn't want to because I was like, man, they're going to laugh at me or think I'm weird. There are some of us you need to get your weep back. You've hung up your praise on willow trees because you're in a foreign land. You don't know the season you're in. But even in this moment, I want to declare this a safe space for worship. A safe space for intercession. There are some of you, some of us, let me not say some of you, but there are some of us that rob ourselves of breakthrough because we come here to get it, but we're afraid of what people are going to say. We're afraid of how people are going to react. We're afraid if we're going to be, you know, looked at a little funny or weird because, you know, that's not how, that's not gone because it's to this, it's to that. David told his wife, he said, if you think that this was something, watch keep watching <laughs> because God gave me what your daddy couldn't handle and have and if you think this was something please keep watching because I'll become even more undignified than this I'm not talking about your praise being crazy and out of place no I'm talking about you just don't care what people think about how you worship him because you were not there when he rescued me out of the hands of I don't know if we'd be able to get to sing, but I want to declare this as a safe space. And there are just some people right now. You may not, you may not stand. You ain't, but but whatever you do right now, I just want you to take the next few moments and go ahead and just release your worship and your praise because that's where your breakthrough comes. Lift your hearts from the willow trees. I know you don't know what season you're in right because I don't even know what the season is I am right now. I don't know if it's God stretching me or if he's trying to show me something. It's easy for you to put your praise up. It's easy for you to stop worshiping. But that's the way you get through. Moses didn't put the word of God just because he was so grand and wonderful. He went and worshiped. And he left everybody behind. He was so obedient to what the Lord had said that he said, I don't care what it makes me look like. And when he came down off of the mountain, the people were so afraid of him because the people, they looked at his face and they just, they had to back up from him because he had another appearance. It may have made him feel like, what's wrong with y'all? Why y'all backing up from me? I'm the same guy. But in his presence, you change and you'll never be the same. I declare that in this room. So all of you that's been holding back your worship and holding back your praise in this room, I want to do, you may not do it even today, but hopefully you'll do it, but all of those of you that understand the importance of this and how vital this moment is go ahead and release it this is a safe space for your worship kids too, I feel that in the room children too, there's no junior holy ghost and I feel the heart of the Lord for even the children today so go ahead for the next 15 seconds and I'll sing something the Lord gave me a song when we were in prayer here at the well 
the Lord wants me to minister that song, but I want you just to go ahead and posture your heart. We're on good time, too. Just posture your heart for the next 15 seconds. I'm not going to tell you what to do. Go ahead and just do what you feel is necessary to worship you. Come on, everybody say that. Come on, say it together. 
and everyone who sought the Lord would go out to the tent of meeting. You see that? Everyone who sought the Lord. Everyone who sought the Lord would go out to the tent of meeting, which was outside the camp. Whenever Moses went out to the tent, all the people would rise up, and each would stand at his tent door and watch Moses until he had gone into the tent. And when Moses entered the tent, the pillar of cloud would descend and stand at the entrance of the tent, and the Lord would speak with Moses. And when all the people saw the pillar of cloud standing at the entrance of the tent, all the people would rise up and worship, each at his tent door. Thus the Lord used to speak to Moses face to face as a man speaks to his friend. When Moses turned again into the camp, his assistant Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, somebody say a young man, would not depart from the tent. The word of God for the people of God, thanks be to God. If there's a word in our top series, the presence, and uh, there's a topic for this morning, the topic for this morning is what's your prayer last night? Like? Look at somebody, ask them, it's okay. What's your prayer like? like? Write it down in your notes if you don't feel like asking anybody else. This time. What's your prayer like? like? What's, your prayer? what's your prayer like? What's your prayer like? Yeah, we, we talk a lot about prayer at this church. We talk a lot about prayer at this church because prayer is essential to a believer. I ain't get no amens. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I'm going to neighbor. I'm going to start all over. We talk a lot about prayer at this church. Amen. We talk a lot about prayer at this church because prayer is essential to the believer. Amen. Hallelujah. We talk a lot about prayer because it's essential to the believer. Every believer that calls themselves after the name of the Lord Jesus Christ needs to know how to pray. We all need to know how to pray. We need to call up, know how to call upon the Lord while he may be found. Every believer that calls yourself a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, every one of us needs to know how to get to God in times of trouble. We need to know how to use the words that God's given us, whether they're found in scripture or they're just out of the abundance of your heart. We need to know how to communicate with our Savior so he can interrupt what's going on around us and give us the peace that we need in times of trouble. But believers oftentimes, oftentimes as believers, we don't necessarily think that prayer is as important as it is. Because we often communicate about other people praying for us, not necessarily us praying for ourselves. We often communicate about how our grandmothers and our mothers and our grandfathers and our fathers and our aunties and our uncles and all these other people that we know can get prayers through. We talk about how somebody prayed for me. Have me on their mind. It's a good song, isn't it? Took the, time, took the time and I'm so glad they prayed. I'm so glad the preacher prayed. I'm so glad they prayed for me. But what's your prayer life like? What's your prayer life like? What does it look like when you call on God? Is heaven open to you? Is heaven open to you? Or do you have to depend on somebody else to pray? All right. Seven open. See, the Muslims, they pray five times a day. There's a rhythm. I feel like preaching a little bit. There's a rhythm to their, thank you, bro. There's a rhythm to their prayer life. There's five times a day they pray. And in the Jews, there's a rhythm to their prayer life. They pray three times, three times. 
to pray three times every single day. Every Jew all around the world, every Muslim all around the world, they hear the sound, they see the clock, and they pray. What's your What's your prayer life like? How do you pray? What's your rhythm of prayer look yeah. like? See, that's just the two Abrahamic religions. But as Christians, we seem to tend to like to watch other people pray. Oh. We seem to tend to reserve prayer for those that we feel are more powerful, more connected to God. And as we look at this, 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 uh, this passage of scripture, I heard in my mind, I didn't want to use the word, but I hear Minister Lingham saying this pericope, praise his name. <laughs> As we look at this pericope in scripture this morning, what we're looking at actually is we're looking at this man named Moses taking the moment, taking an aside outside of God giving Moses instruction, communicating to us what it looks like for Moses to just talk with God. Moses had a rhythm in prayer. Moses had a prayer life. In verse, chapter 33, verses 7 through 8, it says, Now Moses used to take the tent, tent of meeting, and pitch it outside of the camp. He would set the tent up and pitch it outside of the camp, far off from the camp. And he called it the tent of meeting. And everyone who sought the Lord, say that with me, everyone who sought the Lord. Sought the Lord. That's not everyone. But everyone who sought the Lord, praise him, everyone who sought the Lord would go out to the tent of meeting, which was outside of the camp. And whenever Moses went out to the tent, all the people would rise up and each would stand at his tent door and watch Moses until he had gone into the tent. Moses had a prayer life. He had a rhythm to his prayer. He would set up places for himself to pray. And not just for him to pray for himself, but to pray for the people of Israel. To pray for the people he had responsibility for. Moses had a rhythm of prayer. He had a place of prayer. He had a time of prayer. He had an opportunity wherewith he did not miss his appointments with God. He forced other people to help him set up a room just so he could pray. Do y'all read scripture? Look at the... He other people in Israel to make sure that there was space in his life yeah. and in the kingdom just for prayer. Yeah. Yeah. Just for prayer. They weren't doing anything that was active. They weren't doing anything that was crazy. Moses just wanted to make sure that the people understood the importance of prayer. I love it. I got a church. If I got the rest of nothing this morning, do I? <laughs> We got a church. We, he took time to make sure that the people understood prayer. But what's your prayer life like? Do you only pray when you're in trouble? Do you only pray when you're overwhelmed? Do you only pray when you feel like it? Or do you pray when you don't? What's your prayer life like? Are you consistent in prayer? Or is it something that you do only when you remember? What's your prayer life like? Are your times in prayer as important to you as your times at the table? Are your times in prayer as important to you as your times with friends and family? 
do you prioritize prayer like you prioritize brushing your teeth every morning? What is your prayer life like? See, the Bible admonishes us to come to church so that we can understand what prayer looks like for the believer. This is the place where we come to help us understand what it looks like for the believer to learn how to pray. But Moses set up a tabernacle. He set up a tabernacle set up the tabernacle outside of the camp and everybody that wanted Jesus would go. Everybody that wanted a relationship with God would go. But if you read scripture closely, what you see is then they would go back home. You see it? They would go back home. They wouldn't just stay in church and pray in church. They would go back home. And when they saw Moses enter into the tent of meeting for his time with God, what they would do is they would run back home and they would pray with their families. You see it? I'll read it for you. Moses used to go and pitch the tent from far out of the camp, and he called it the tent of meeting, and everyone who sought the Lord would go out to the tent of meeting, which was outside the camp. And whenever Moses went out to the tent, all the people would rise up, and each would stand at his tent door. Moses was at the tent door, but the people were at their tent You see it? It's right here. It's right here in Scripture. Right here. I'm not making this up. Moses would pray for the people out there and would meet with God face to face. And while all the people realized that the presence of God was near them, they would run back home. They would run back home and get with their babies. They would run back home and get with their spouses. They would run back home and get with the ones that were most important to them. And they would say, the presence of the Lord is near right now. What do you need? Whatever you you need. What do you need from God? See, while Moses was praying at church, they were praying at home. And I read a book a little while, hallelujah to his name. I read a book a little while ago by uh, uh, Mother Dabney. Mother Dabney. She wrote a book in 1954, I believe it is. 1945, excuse me, sometimes I'm dyslexic. She wrote a book and she, it called, it's called What It Means to Pray Through. And see, it's beautiful to understand that we're supposed to learn how to pray in church, but sometimes we need to learn what our family altar needs to look like. <laughs> Y'all come to church so people can pray for you. Come to church so people can hear you pray. But what does your family think about your prayer life? What do your grandkids think about your prayer life? What what does your spouse think about your your prayer life? What do your people think about the people that know you, that know you intimately? What do they think about your What do they think about your prayer life? See, Mother Dabney said, "Doubt she had a since early childhood a family altar existed in my home, and doubtless some will ask what the construction of this family altar is. Is it material, something which is concrete or movable, like the tent of meeting and Moses in Exodus thirty-three, or is it invisible or abstract?" She says, "Indeed, the altar is more or less an intangible thing. It's essentially a treaty." promise or a covenant between God and the individual to meet at a definite place 
at a definite time. <laughs> it is at this meeting, the individual thanks the Almighty for past blessings and requests future favors. Likewise, the father admonishes and gives instructions. And she goes on to say the battery Christian drags his tired body to the family altar after each encounter with the enemy. Sometimes victory has been costly, but he is able to come to the family altar. Father, that he has made it through another But you, I don't know you throwing up every night at two o'clock in the morning, but 
if you would just be willing to have a talk with your God, yeah. yourself, yeah. God might heal you on the power of your relationship. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to depend on anybody else. But not only ought we pray, not only ought we just pray, we also need to be people that pray through to breakthrough. Somebody say pray through to breakthrough. Say it again. Say pray through to breakthrough. I'm almost done here now. See, look, Moses, when Moses entered the tent, the pillar of cloud would descend and stand at the entrance of the tent, and the Lord would speak with Moses. And when the people saw the pillar of cloud standing at the entrance of the tent, all the people would rise up and worship each at his tent door. Moses didn't just pray to be praying. Moses met with God. Now, uh, y'all didn't hear that. Y'all didn't hear that. Didn't hear that. Moses didn't just pray to be praying. Moses met with God. Moses, there's a place, saints, there's a place in all of our lives for a time of prayer. There's a place in all of our lives for breath prayers. Prayers that take no, no more than just one single breath. There's a place in our lives for moments of prayer. There's a place in our lives, every one of us, there should be a place in your life for an Our Father every once in a while. But sometimes, TJ, I need you to come back. Sometimes, sometimes, we need to make room for intercession. Sometimes, sometimes, it's not enough to say Our Father, which ought in heaven. Would be thy name. Yeah. It's good sometimes, but sometimes you might need a little more than that. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven. That's good. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive those who trespass. Lead us not into temptation. Sometimes that's all you got. Sometimes that's all God needs to hear. But sometimes God needs to hear a groan. Jesus, Jesus, bridge over to our need of prayer for 
Jesus, Jesus. You are my bridge over troubled water. Jesus, Jesus. My heart can't take no more. So I'm coming to you. The author and the finisher of Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. When you ain't got no other words to say, all you got to do is to get through, pray through until you get to break through. You ain't got no other words. You don't have to pray fancy. Just say, Jesus, Jesus. Put it on your mind and call on his name. Whatever you need from God, put it on your mind and call on his name. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Moses prayed until the presence came through. And I want you to pray until God's presence envelops you. Let the cloud cover this. this whole world, but Jesus, lover of my soul, I need you, Lord, I need you. We need to make room for tarrying in the Holy Ghost. We need to make room to sit in God's presence until God shows up for us. I hear the church, I hear the saints praying now. I hear the saints praying now. If you ain't got nothing else to say, just call on his name. Call on his name. Call him like you need him. to his name. You don't take nothing else from here, just call on his name. Call on his name. Call on his name. Call on hallelujah. Stop, Call on his name. Call him, call him, call him. Call him, call him. Call him, call him, call him. Call him, that we were talking about up to this point. The grown-ups, the grown-ups, stay right there if you don't mind, just pat it for me. I don't care what you do. I need some sound. This is the grown-ups, the grown-ups, the grown-ups, the grown-ups. The 
people talking about him. Moses, he was the grown-up. He was the leader of Israel, you see it? The, the, the people, the ones that ran back to their tents to pray with their family. You were the grown-ups, the grown-ups, right? The grown-ups were the ones, right? Well. See, Moses did his job. He taught the people how to pray. And he prayed. You see? Yes. Taught the people how to pray and he prayed. He did his job. He understood the presence of God and he carried it faithfully. It was a presence carrier. Moses led the people back to God. Whatever we do, our jobs as adults, as grown-ups, always somebody watching. Whatever we do, our job as grown-ups, is always somebody watching. Always. Look at it. Look at it. Look at it. The last verse that we read, the last verse that we read, it says a little bit something like this. Thus, the Lord spoke, used to speak to Moses face to face as man speaks to his friend. And then Moses turned again to the camp. I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to stop right there. Moses, God, he did his thing, right? He went and he met with God. You see, he met with God and he left and he went back to work. His job was to serve the people. But there was one man there was one, there was one man when Moses went back to work when the men left their houses when the women started to do whatever the women did in that day, there was what everybody went back to normalcy but there was a little boy by the name of Joshua there was a little boy by the name of Joshua that was so caught up in the presence of God because Moses did his job to bring the presence to Israel. There was one young man by the name of Joshua that said, you can go and do whatever you want to do, but I'm going to stay right here with Jesus. You can go and be wherever you want to be, but God has captured my heart, and I'm going to stay right here in the presence of God. Saints, I understand that you've been given an assignment. Yes, I understand that all of us are doing what we need to do to build the Lord's church and to do what we're called to do as grown-ups. But don't forget about the Joshua's. Don't forget about the Joshua's. Don't forget about the young ones that are looking at you to learn how to carry the presence of God. Don't forget about the ones that are so caught up by your relationship with God that they can't move because their ankles are locked in the presence of the man. In fact, last week we had a service, didn't we? Last week our service was focused and committed and actually dedicated to the senior saints. Yeah. Right, right? right? Yeah. Isn't that true? The yeah. senior saints. Yeah. Everybody 55 and understand up. I'm sorry, 55 and over, forgive me. 55 and over, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 55 and over, everybody, 55 and over, stand up. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. Hey, nigga, niggas don't lie to me or you. You are the presence of God. We ain't trying to have lightning strike this building with the blood of Jesus. What we're not going to do is that. What we're not going to do, everybody, 55 and over, please stand up. Please stand up. I'm so grateful that you have set the example of what it looks like to get into the presence of the king. Everybody clap your hands. So grateful that you set the example for what it looked like for us to have a prayer life. I'm grateful. I'm grateful that you brought us to this place where we can actually pray and experience the tangible power and presence of the king. Now I want everybody that's sitting down to stand up. 
Everybody that's sitting down, please stand up. And everybody that's 55 and over, please sit down. Everybody 55 and over, please sit down. These are the presence carriers now. Righteousness, 
the planning of the Lord that he may be glorified. Lord God, we thank you that these are your word bearers. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that these are your vessels, oh God. Thank you that even right now, open up to him. He'll fill you with his Holy Ghost presence, the power, the dunamis, the fire that that sets the world ablaze. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that these are your prayer warriors, oh God. You'll give them the word, oh God, that they may fight, even in the nursery room, even in the kindergarten, oh God. Even in the elementary school playground, oh God. Even in the daycare, oh God. Even on the block, oh God. Even as they're playing their video games, they shall be your warriors, oh God. They shall serve you, oh God. Even if they don't yet know your word, you're speaking them to them right now in the name of Jesus. And they will fall upon your name. Even when others depart, they shall remain in your presence. Thank you. That the broken places will be 
Amendment. You take broken pieces and you make them beautiful. It's not too late. It's not too soon. It's encouraging you to walk into the calling that you have over their lives. The prayers of the elders are not forsaken. The prayers of their parents have not fallen to the side. It doesn't matter what it looks like now because we look through human eyes. But thanks be to God that you see beyond now and you see the already and you see the not yet. And thank you, Lord God, that we will step aside when it is time that your glory may reign through them. Thank you, O Lord, that you're raising me up. Jesus said, I love you so much. He 
even the stuff, young person, that you haven't done yet, you're going to do it because we all have. We all have. And we continue to sin. But Jesus said, I love you so much and I know you don't have that. I know it's not on your books. And so I'm going to come down. And my very life is enough to pay for my sins and pastor sins and reverend sins and every sin to come. And all you got to do is say, yes, Lord, I accept your love. That's all you got to do. You don't have to have straight A's to earn his love. Hallelujah. You don't have to be perfect because he knows we're not, and that's okay. You're not less than. You're not broken. You're not pieces. You're, you're a whole in him. And so if you tell him, Lord, come into my life, he'll be with you. And he'll help you. And when everybody else is gone, he'll remind you, I got you. If you need a good Baptist church, the doors of the church are already open. We already know it. Even if you fall away and we believe that the word is inside of you, you'll be back. Hallelujah. Because some of us have left for years and years. And he was standing there waiting for us. He didn't judge us. He said, come on back, baby, because I still got you. And so if you don't know him yet, today is the day. You don't have to do anything. Just tell him, Lord, I need you. Lord, I, I don't know all what they're talking about, but it looks better than where I am right now. Receive the free gift. He died for you. That's what we mean. But he died for us so that we can live with him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Forever and ever and ever. Forever. You don't have to fear death because after this place, we get to stay with him forever and ever. That's what Reverend TJ meant by victory. Even when it looks like we're losing, hallelujah, we win. You're a winner. I don't care what they say. I don't care what the clothes are you wear to school. I don't care what your hair looks like. You are above and not beneath. God said it. You're special. You got to see it first. Because he sees it in you. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. That means he took his time when he created you. Your sense of humor, your sarcasm, your personality, the way you light up a room, how you play with your friends, why your friends come and talk to you and tell you their, 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 their sadness, why, why you're able to help, help people feel better, all of that. That's God wanting to live through you. You don't have to wait till you're an adult. To show forth this glory, we believe you're doing it right now. He died for you so that you can live for him. Will you say yes? Just lift your hand if you're here worshiping with us. If there's one that wants to accept Jesus for the first time, or there's one that wants to come back to Christ, you walked away from the sin. You want to come on back? Just come, come. Get find your way to the front. Fine. If every anybody not captivated by the presence of God, you can go on back to your seats. It's okay. But anybody that just wants to linger like Joshua did, hang out with me. Hang out with me. Hang out with me. <laughs> hang out with me. Hang out with me. <laughs> Hallelujah. I want his presence. I want his presence. 
Ooh, I want his presence. If there's somebody in the room that just needs to accept Jesus, if there's somebody worshiping with us virtually that wants to accept Jesus for the first time, who wants to come back to him right now, now would you talk? Lift your hand, lift your hand, lift your hand. We're watching, we're looking. I see you, bro. I pray, hallelujah, praise his name. Hallelujah, praise his name. I, if the angels can rejoice, at least the church can too. If the angels can celebrate, at least the church can too. Praise our God. Praise our God. Hallelujah. Is there one? Is there one? Is there one? Anybody that needs a church home and wants to call this place where the presence is carried and valued. The presence is carried and valued. You want to call this place. Your church home. Come, lift your hand. Lift your hand. If you're worshiping with us virtually, say it's me. It's me. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Y'all stay, make your way right here. If you lift your praise God, make your way right over on this side if you don't mind. My where you at, go and get him. My where you at, go and get him. Somebody go and get him. Walk over here. 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 If it's you, say it's me. It's me. It's me. Online. If it's you, say it's me. Say it's me. It's me. Y'all came after a big church. I came after his presence. Y'all came after a move. Y'all came after a word. Y'all came after a choir. But I came after God. Hallelujah. I came after his presence. All right. Come on, come on, come on.
for all liberality, which causes thanksgiving through us to God. Let us pray, Lord, we bless this offering that we are about to receive. Lord, we pray that it be used for the upbuilding of your kingdom. Bless those that give, bless those that could not have to give, that they might have soon to give back to you. In the blessed name of Jesus, amen. 